path to wisdom is finding one thing every day. One quote, one story, one conversation, one book, one insight. We all get better one thing at a time. So seek out the thing that makes you better every day. To help get your week off to a good start, here's a thought to guide you on your way. Consider that you get to. Most of us have heard the story of someone who gained a new lease on life after a near-death experience. You know, I nearly died, and suddenly I realized the beauty of being able to wake up in the morning and live another day, and my food tasted better, and I valued each minute with my loved ones. I was grateful to be alive. It's a touch cliched, but like most stereotypes or cliches, that's because this experience is not just common, but common sense. In the hustle and bustle of our busy lives, it makes sense that we forget that tomorrow is not promised. And it's more practical to assume that tomorrow is available to us as we make plans and schedules and organize our lives. Obviously, living like there's no tomorrow isn't really practical when making a business plan or saving for retirement or buying Christmas presents. But the lesson within this cliche is an important one. We undervalue the absolute gift that being able to wake up every morning actually represents, at least until we're reminded that it's not guaranteed. We forget that tomorrow isn't guaranteed. And the implications of this forgetfulness is that we approach each day with a somewhat casual or laissez-faire attitude. When we presume that we have a ton of time ahead of us and our minds are occupied with the grandiose goals we have for our long-term future, like that new home or that vacation or that special someone we hope to find, we naturally overlook the mundane activities of, let's say, Wednesday. There's just a bunch of stuff that we have to get through in order to get to the exciting stuff we're looking forward to. We navigate our daily tasks with the attitude of someone that views much or most of what our days entail as stuff that we have to do. We have to wake up early. We have to take out the garbage. We have to get the kids to school. We have to go to work. We have to get groceries. We have to listen to our spouse retell a story we've already heard. We have to make dinner. We have to clean the house. Most of our days are filled with what we have come to categorize without knowing it as the have-tos of life, the mundane tasks that make up our days, the stuff we do or tolerate so that we can get to the good stuff. But a quick moment of reflection reveals that our attitude towards all these have-tos is really less about the mundane nature of the tasks and more about our broken relationship to the absolute gift that the opportunity to engage in these tasks really is. Now, if that sentence doesn't make sense off the bat, just consider this little thought exercise. Consider what you would give or how much you would pay if you had lost your life yesterday to get to do the things that you have to do today. If through some unfortunate circumstance you lost your life yesterday and somehow there's some magical loophole that gives you the chance to buy back the opportunity, the privilege, the gift, to get to go back to your mundane day, how much would that be worth to you? If you're like me, you'd likely give up every material possession you own to get to take your kids to school one more day, to get to go to work again or to get to listen to that story you've already heard three times, one more time from your spouse. Because although this stuff tends to get viewed through the lens of things we have to endure in life, if they were taken from us, 
we would pay richly to get them back. It's an issue of perspective, perspective that we're sorely missing. Food doesn't taste better after a near-death experience because the food changed. It tastes better because we actually stop to appreciate how good food always actually tastes. Most of our mundane lives really aren't even close to mundane at all. The problem is us. Stop and consider what a gift each day really is. Consider what a peach actually tastes like. How good the sun feels on your skin when you step outside. Consider that you woke up yet again this morning through no act of your own control. It happened. And it didn't need to. Now, it was likely a chore to get out of bed. But from another perspective, it was an absolute gift. If we actually had our wits about us, we ought to wake up every morning and scream with excitement that we get to live another day. To live a life with work and kids and peaches. When we consider our lives through the lens of what we get to do, everything tastes a little better. But we shouldn't need to frame this through the filter of a near-death experience to shift our paradigm and thinking. The things we get to do ought to reveal themselves as intrinsically beautiful and valuable simply by considering life without any of them independently. You get to take your kids to school. Because if you didn't have kids, you might wish for the opportunity to do so. You get to go to work. Because many people have real-life circumstances that inhibit their opportunity to build or grow and create value and to contribute to our economy and marketplace. Some people would kill for your job. You get to go grocery shopping and make dinner. Because many people don't have the luxury of a giant building down the road with a thousand options of every type of food available and someone to put them in a bag for you. You get to clean the house. Because you have one. A big one by international and historical standards. And if it were taken from you, you would likely pray or wish for the opportunity to have one just like it, to live in and to clean. If you knew that it was your lost peach that you would ever eat, would you savor it? Well, you would. And it would taste marvelous. But what's interesting is that the peach's flavor profile didn't change at all. You just decided to take notice. And in the same way, if you only got to go through your kid's tedious and painful bedtime routine one more time, how meaningful and precious would it be to you? How much would you value the opportunity to run that bath, read that bedtime story, and then tuck them in? Bedtime routines are something we get to do. Pretty much all of life is that way. The mundane only appears to be mundane. From a different perspective, every peach, every bedtime, every workday, every conversation is something we get to do. You know, I have a mantra that I've been repeating to myself frequently for the last few months. If I wasn't me, I'd wish I was. I suspect that all of us imagine a version of life that somehow is less complicated, where we have easier lives with more money and more freedom and better behaved kids and maybe a robot that cleans the dishes. But in most cases, if we step back for just a second we would realize that our lives are more full of incredible opportunity and gifts than we ever recognize. The truth is, you get to be you. And if you didn't, you would wish you could. Your life is a peach. Savor it, because you get to. So, 
here is my winning thought for the day. Take it, internalize it, use it. Consider that you get to. Life is a gift, one that you didn't earn and weren't promised. Treat it accordingly. Consider that life is full of things that we get to do, each one a gift, that if taken from us, we would gladly pay for the privilege to retain. So shift your have-tos to get-tos and recognize that if you weren't you, you might wish you were. There it is. Let's go make this week a winning week. You got this.